Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace, and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. It takes us a long time to learn. Sometimes we just have to get hit over the head over and over and over again in order to really get something. It's a bit almost like when you're trying to teach your child something and it can feel a bit frustrating because you find yourself having to repeat the same thing over and over and over again. But it's because their attention spans, depending on their age, is such that you know they're only going to get a little bit at a time. And so it's always about reinforcement. And so when we are working out certain things, so even post-karma, post-ego, post-fear, if we're still sort of playing in something, you know, like a dysfunctional family dynamic or some other sort of pattern that maybe it wouldn't necessarily be a pattern. It would be more of a, um, an instance, right? If we find ourselves in some kind of, it's a sort of situational thing, but a very specific particular one where we might find our knee-jerk reaction or immediate thing is to kind of go back and behave as we had before. But our consciousness will tell us that doesn't feel right. If we're in touch with, when we're in our integrity, we're going to know immediately that doesn't feel right. And we know it and we know it. And even if we continue to do it, even though we know it's somehow having a negative impact on us, the more we do it, the more we're not going to want to do it until we eventually stop. And those instances come often because we're personally very attached either to the person, the people, or to that thing. So all the times that we said the past was dead and gone and buried and, you know, <laughs> blah, blah, it just didn't, doesn't always feel like it. Yeah, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. Not always. Not when we're seeing it pop up around us. I mean, I mean that's why we obviously had to record the previous episode if you're not grounded enough, right? If you are not invested enough in your own life and really in your integrity, you will sort of flip-flop a bit with the energy, with the external forces around you that move you, right? It's a struggle. It's a struggle to, to maintain our oneness within. And when we have all of our old, old stuff, again, what I was sort of saying about like the old relationships that we might still be engaging with, it might really feel like nothing's changed depending on where we are in our sort of healing process. And that's just because, you know, think about all the lifetimes we've lived through. If you want to believe in that and as humans, like it, there's just a lot. So you have just really old stuff. Everyone's having to sift through, right? There's the personal stuff from the karmic level and our relationships. And then you have the generational old stuff, which is which exists within the family line. And then you have the societal stuff, right? Racism, misogyny, patricide, matricide, abuse. And then you have all the global old stuff, right? Environment, political strife, refugees, diasporas. I mean, this is like, this has been going on for centuries and centuries and centuries, and we're still playing in it. So of course it's going to take a bit of time. Because even though history may have finished, Mm -hmm. we're still keeping it alive by putting energy into it. Yeah, and as um, we said, with 3D, in order for 3D to sort of maintain its power, it's going to want to loop. It's going to want to create and bring and allow all of this stuff to surface. And we can either find healing with it or play with it. And if we play in it and if we engage in it, we're just going to keep that loop going. 
Well, I know when you say that, it makes it sound as if 3D is a person. Yeah. Um, which is not, which obviously it isn't. It's just people who still are very embedded in the 3D belief systems. Right. That's what exactly. you mean. Yeah. So when, you know, for them, not being able to control, not being able to use fear, not being able to do all these things is very scary mm-hmm. and is unimaginable. So they mm-hmm. will just up the ante. Very much. And many of these are people who have a great deal of influence and power. Yeah. So, of course, it's going to feel almost unavoidable. But that's why we've been seeing for years, and I mean, really effectively since 2016, it's been in our faces and really hard to avoid and up our asses. It's just the number of people, because thanks to social media, it's unavoidable, people just pouring themselves just into issues and values-based ideologies, but they're doing that not because, not necessarily because they support that cause, which they could very well, it's certainly reasonable, but because of their karmic pasts. So a karmic past is how our karmic themes have played out throughout our lives. So rather than actually just heal our karma and confront it and deal with it, they're just going to like use whatever that cause or issue is as a vehicle for their karmic story, which rather than heal it, actually just keeps it alive for most. Okay. Well, you know, what happens with a lot of these sort of hashtag movements, which end up being really flash in the pan movements, they become our identities, right? Which is effectively just an ego attachment. And of course, when we attach our egos to something that keeps them from healing, right? They actually just become our cause. They become who we are. And that keeps us from ever really evolving or growing right then we're just sort of stagnating yeah well i did it i mean as much as i'm really happy with the work that i did uh when i worked in domestic violence and all of that ultimately i was trying to fix other people's broken relationships Mm. because i didn't want to deal with how broken mine were yeah it takes a lot of honesty to admit that because most will double down or even triple down on their causes and their issues and their fight in order to prove that it was worth their time. Yeah. And I just wanted to know that I mattered to someone. Mm-hmm. So I thought if I could, obviously it wasn't just from a selfish place, but I wanted to help other people because I didn't feel like I could really help maybe myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to help other people because I don't think I really, I mean, if I'm very honest, obviously I was also a lot younger, but I wanted to help other people so I could go to bed at night knowing that my life had meant something. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very genuine and that's certainly a sincere intention probably there was a part of me that wanted daddy to be proud let's fucking lie about it <laughs> again your honesty is commendable because there are so many people who would say well that wasn't me or mm. no i this is 100 percent my total cause and purpose in life but when we declare something a single something our only purpose in life or our purpose and that is our cause then there is actually something we are truly avoiding because we know that that's not possible it's not the case and funnily enough even now i still work in effectively the dysfunctions of relationships <laughs> nothing's changed but you i'm mean, doing I mean, it very 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 differently yeah. and then the very core of my work is still trying to heal relationships mm-hmm. but because i've managed to heal the relationship i have with myself mm-hmm. that has a lot more integrity it has a lot more wholeness and it just has a lot more light to it because mm-hmm. it's about allowing people to be free not saving them okay. so they never know what freedom really looks like exactly Very well said. So the upside to the energy that we have been alluding to a little bit in some of the episodes, the energy in 2023 
if you really are invested in your own betterment, by 2023, you're going to see a difference, right? Like the energy is just going to start moving and ramping up. And if you are in flow with that, it will pay dividends and you will see the results. But if you haven't yet, these causes, these fires throughout the world and in your home, in your society, whatever, will rage until they are finished. So either way, this energy is very a completing energy. Yes. Okay, that's positive, finally. <laughs> it's a very glass half full way of seeing it. But whatever you didn't get to this year, last year, it will be done. It has to be done by 2024. Which we're getting really close to now. It's a bit freaky. It is. To be honest. It really is. I mean, we're, we're almost, we're what, halfway? A little more mm. than halfway. But, so, then, but then if you say that's glass half full, what's the downside? <laughs> the downside is that you're not finished until you're finished. So if you thought you could wait this out and just hope for the best and not deal with your shit, you're not going to get away with it. 2023 is going to be a bit like 2021 and 2022 had a baby <laughs> or got married, if you will, right? It's going to be... So if our notions of time more or less fell apart by the end of 2021... And if 2022 was all about um, everything speeding up and a sense of like, where am I and what ground am I really walking on? Because we almost feel carried. Oh, we're is like that what's flying? It, yeah, it's going to be a lot like, it's going to be a bit like um, flying, right? Like, Okay, can we just rewind for a second? Yes. What was the energy? How would you describe the energy of 2021? 2021 was heavy. I don't know if you would agree with that or not. It was heavy though. It was like a weight was on our chest most of the time, right? Or we were in some kind of like immobile state. And yet we still seem to be moving forward, but very like quite incrementally. But it was almost like we weren't the ones doing that. And so what was the energy in 2022? So the, the energy of 2022, I don't know if you experienced it, but it's much lighter because the lighter you are, as in the less baggage you have. The more shit you've gone through, the less you're going to be um, carrying. And so it's a lot easier to sort of float above it. But if you hold any issues, it will feel heavier. Okay. And so 2023 will be what then? 2023 will be as if you yourself, as you know, barely exists. You're going to feel so outside of your body so outside of any sense of who you are or who you knew yourself to be, it's going to be almost bizarre. No, it's a great thing. Okay, so the reason why that's <laughs> a great I, thing. Should I be really concerned? <laughs> no. Because I remember when you guys were all talking about 2020, I'd be like, oh, I'll be just fine. And then 2020 was a fucking shit show. It should have been a lot better than it was. That is very upsetting, but whatever. Everybody made their choices and we all have to bear the freaking bullshit of it, right? It didn't have to be the way So it 2023, was. is we it one of those, that. like, where I'm half looking forward to it secretly? No, it's exciting. Because that means, so the less of this old world you can exist in, the more of the possibilities can then surface. Because if we remain invested in the life as we know it, then we're always going to be somehow tied to the past that got us to that moment. Whereas if we allow ourselves to fly, if we allow ourselves to exist within an energy almost absent of who we've known ourselves to be, that's when we're really in our potential 
And that's when our possibilities are become endless. Can you still exist in that new energy with people who was not in that? Like, so do you have to have, do you have to have like no attachments in that energy? Like what, what happens if you met someone in 2020 or 20? That's not the point. You would you see just, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, if you guys are in harmony, right? And then, and your life is effectively in flow, then that should be fine, right? That would not be impacted. We're really talking about stuff that bears old energy. Okay. That has a stamp of 3D somewhere on it. So when we, when it comes to considering where we're going to be, what we're going to be doing, who we're going to be fucking, who we're going, who we're going to be sleeping with, who are we going to be partying with, and who our friends are going to be in 2023, we ask yourself, if I want to be in flow, what is it? what will it take for me to remain in flow? Because it doesn't feel good to be out of flow. I want to remain in harmony with myself. I want to remain in integrity with myself. Okay, so... Maybe it won't feel good to spend time with that friend. Or maybe I see them every few months to maintain that connection. But maybe we just can't do what we used to do. Yeah. That's how it's going to work. Okay, fine. You know? But we, you know, we need to allow ourselves to soar. This is the time to do it. We don't get to wait until 2030 when the coast is clear and everyone's out of their shit. And then we finally get to. No, we're going to be behind. Right? The whole point of this consciousness game is... Let's get it done so we can live our lives. Like you said, the sooner we get it done, the sooner we can have decades or more of happiness and that we get to play in that as opposed to just kind of like trotting along, you know, with our baggage. By the way, there's something wrong with me. Why? Because as I hear decades of happiness, I panic it's going to be boring. Okay, it's just so annoying. It's not going to be boring. I know, but what's wrong with me? Is it just I'm a bit scared? You're scared. Just because we're happy doesn't mean that the world is going to be in complete happiness, right? Or no, in and peace also, either. And also because this is a bit about history is that I'm used to having to work my fingers to the bone for moments of relief. Mm-hmm. The idea of that not being the case, <laughs> which it hasn't been for a while, yeah, feels boring. But actually, it's not at all. It's amazing. Yeah. But it's just, yeah, just interesting. <laughs> But that's why our souls are always moving the goalposts too, because it does get boring. Again, we don't want... Yeah, experience gets normal. It does. And so we want something new, but we just want it in a way where we're not necessarily like cut off at the knees for it. Yeah. And that's, I think, what you're talking about. And it takes time to establish that. Again, we just kind of need to see that we need enough space between this new life of ours or this kind of new way of living really is how I would say it. Versus the old way of living in order to see that not only possible, it is the only way forward, right? Again, but you just need a bit of time with that. Okay, so you know, this is what I found really interesting ages ago, like when I was sort of contemplating, like, what does it mean? You know, my children, growth mindset, you know, everybody grows and develops at different rates and different areas of their lives. And so what I did find interesting when they were younger was that these young kids, they come in and they are so spiritually connected. They are so intelligent, but they lack, it's the lack of, lack of life experience still makes them somewhat immature. And so as a parent, for me, it was like, well, how can I enable this sort of mature, how can I enable maturing experiences without traumatizing them? Well, <laughs> sure enough, they end up traumatized anyway. So let me tell you, it's almost not worth the effort, but everybody is growing at different rates. So if we have been very committed to our spiritual healing, we might need a bit of time to kind of play emotional or mental catch up. 
right? If we've been sort of throwing ourselves into whatever retreat or sort of that internal work that you went through, we might need a bit of time to then start exploring relationships from a healed way, right? In order to kind of play emotional catch up, let our emotional bodies grow and evolve because maybe they've been too preoccupied with healing our past shit. So it's a bit, oh, that literally did happen to me. Um, <laughs> I, so it's a bit like, you know, I was so doing the internal stuff that all of a sudden I lived my 20s at 36. <laughs> For like a year, I just went and lived my 20s. Yeah. Dated and did all the things I never did before, but from a different place because I was mm -hmm. able to do it because I'd never been able to do it before. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah. That sounds actually quite fun. It can be really fun when we approach it from that, you know, from that perspective. Because a lot of people come in, come out of their healing, you know, the the karmalist, the fearless, the egoless state, and they're like, "All right, bring it. Bring me the partner. Bring me the the work. Bring me everything I'm going to do for the rest of my life." And you're like, "But you may not be fully ready. You know, you may not want the fully loaded package yet. <laughs> it might be a lot." Maybe start with the manual, <laughs> you know, maybe just get a feel for what things are like again. And maybe if it's not your emotional body that could use a bit of practice in this field, maybe it's the mental body, right? Maybe you need to take a class. Maybe you just need um, to work on various areas or commit yourself to the gym or, you know, exercise. Maybe we just all need to kind of develop different um, areas. It could be more than one. It could be a little bit of all of them. I mean, let's be honest. I have no idea what it's like to be in a healthy relationship. That this is just between us right now. Okay. So I'd imagine there's, there's a lot of catch up <laughs> in all the bodies in one time. Yeah, it could be. And so we maybe we're, you know, maybe we decide to train for a marathon. Who knows? Like we might just kind of, we come out needing different things. And mm. it could be a little bit of everything, right? And that's fine too. Whatever it is, it's not because oh, we have more healing to do per se, but it's more of that um, sort of consciousness catch up. Well, I guess it's as simple as, as we keep saying, like the more you experience, the more normal it becomes, right? So, mm -hmm. and a couple of episodes ago, we were talking about how in order to get the big, bigger things, okay. we have to believe that they're possible. Mm-hmm really and want to create them and be able to create them mm -hmm. but we can't create something out of nothing yeah well we can but we can't recently i was saying to you i want to be able to i want to feel like it's possible that i can have everything mm. i desire but i know that right now i can't do that because some of it i don't i don't know what it feels like or know it in a way so I really need to have kind of starter experiences mm -hmm. so I get used to it so that I can create the bigger stuff. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it's a little bit similar to what we were talking about in season one, episode 16. Oh, wow. <laughs> when we were talking about manifestation. Archive. Okay. And about how, this is one I always remember, is like, for example, if you're, if let's say you want something quite big mm -hmm. or big to you. Okay. That's just make that clear, then often you'll get lots of experiences to prepare you yeah, it's to true. be ready for it. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I meant by the fully loaded package, right? Yeah. Like, what are you yeah. going to do with it? You don't yeah. know what to do with you it. Know. You're not ready as much yeah. as you think you want, as much yeah. as you may want to be. But, you know, it's funny because I was sort of thinking about it and I was like, you know what? It's, who isn't tired? Who wasn't tired, as you said, by the end of 2020 
or by the end of 2021, that this idea is we keep talking about this like lead up to 2024, whatever that year really is going to mean. Well, I mean, everyone was talking about the lead up to 2020 and that was a shit show. So 2024, I'm thinking global civil war. Well, we're already in a lot of different, we have, we have a lot of cold wars going on right now. (laughs) I hate to break it to anyone, but it's funny because I think by the, what was it? By the end of 2020 or in 2021, everyone's like, I want 2019 back. (laughs) And I remember the end of 2019 and you were, you know, it was a shit show. Like I remember everyone being so unhappy Mm. and then like really wanting it all back and that's what we do like at the moment we find ourselves unhappy we always want to go back to the past because we think but I was happier and we really weren't we were just less conscious then right and so what we're going what we're seeing is that if we've managed to burn through and those fires have raged through our lives and pretty much raised everything and left nothing left then we should find some peace in 2023. <laughs> wow, that's a real upside. Can you give me more of an upside than that? <laughs> um, well, as we said before, again, if you are invested in your betterment, mm. if you are making fine, okay, good, and happiness your goal and your baselines, you're in a magnificent place. And that's the upside, is that that energy will allow you to keep that stable. Okay. I guess another upside is that, you know, 2022 will pass faster than 2021, if that's possible. Well, 2022, we're near the end here now. Yeah, it's going to have passed faster than 2021. And what will it be like in 2023? Will it be even faster? Oh, fuck yeah. Okay, fine. Okay, question. Why is this all happening now? Two reasons. So aside the fact that, you know, 5D was written and, you know, we did say that the foundation for oneness consciousness was going to be laid and between 2020 and 2024 was that, first of all, ascension and oneness consciousness and consciousness raising can only be done when we have critical mass, right? And so we have this window of time in order to get more people to join the effort. Otherwise, it's all for naught. There's no point. Yeah, but I still get to live a 5D life. Yes. 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 Individually. Well, no, it's not for nothing. (laughs) It's not for nothing individually. It's not I'm not being able to do much service, but I'm still a bit happier. (laughs) Fair. It is meaningful for the individual souls who stepped up and decided to take part, it becomes a bit meaningless if we really can't move the world forward, right? And the second is that, you know, people have been really slow to get there because of their karma and generational trauma and all their unhealed shit and broken institutions and systems that have not stepped up in order to support our evolution. So again, we really need, it's a numbers game at this point. So the one thing that, um, and we're just, we're going to, Throw this one out there. What keeps 3D in place is greed. So it's often understood that greed is the, f- is the fear of holding lack. But it runs a lot deeper, which is why it's taking so long to heal and transform. And because greed permeates throughout the three tent poles, we can understand why it has taken so long. So if like one temple were to go down faster than the others, that would help bring it down, right? But the problem is, is that it permeates all of them. 
And so when we're looking at what keeps 3D in place and what really needs to transform, effectively, we're going to be having to contend with greed. Thank you for listening. For more information, articles, and inspiration, find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review.